can spot me. We are the Mark Out Movie Podcasters. I'm not sure if you're hearing us. <laughs> I got a new microphone that I was trying out, and I wasn't hearing. I didn't hear the music playing. Uh, so. And we went off for a little bit. I'm back. I don't know what's going on. But today's episode. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Brandon just checked to make sure we hit audio. All right. In today's episode, we are doing Halloween H2O. I am not going to bring. I I ain't going to worry about giving my thing. So uh, Halloween H2O is. the return of Jamie Lee Curtis, aka Lori Strode, um, in this movie, Kate, what's her name? Not Kate, but uh, Tate, something Tate. Karen Tate? Yeah, I think so. Karen Tate. Uh, she takes on alias. Uh, you'll find out why. So she. Um, oh, so it's been 20 years. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, 20 plus. she, after the events of Halloween 2, uh, she fakes her death. Uh, and relocates to California, far away from Haddonfield, and uh, has a life where a child who is a boy named John, not Jamie, a daughter, because she doesn't exist in this universe, and uh, and also her brother, who's still Michael, 20 years later, decides to come back to Stalker. I even noticed that it's every, with, with Jamie, Lee Curtis in these films now it's like after a long period of time away from Michael 20 years yeah now and then in uh H2 and then uh Halloween 2018 is 40 years yeah I think it's 40 right mm-hmm. yeah uh, so uh yeah it's crazy though to think about that but um this movie stars uh Jamie Lee Curtis who returns to um the franchise also uh uh Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett, who makes his film debut. Yeah. Uh, LL Cool J, who does not make his film debut. He's just in this movie. Uh, he, he was actually, his film debut was, I want to say Deep Blue Sea, but I might no, be No, that's 99. Oh, well, no, then uh, uh, maybe this was his film debut as well. Maybe this is. I mean, he did a TV show. What TV show? In the house, I think. So what was but it was yeah, it was in the nineties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it stars Ella Kuja as well. Uh, then stars um, Dawson's Creek alum. Who's her? What's her name? Michelle Williams. Yep. Jen. And uh, <laughs> Brandon Beeman, because you know this is all about some Dawson's Creek in this episode. And uh, I'm not old. yeah, it's got a lot of Dawson's Creek off in it. Um, and then we have uh, who else? We have. Um, Alan Arkin. Oh, real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we also have uh, um, uh, Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt, who uh, who huh? Forgetting the mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janet Lee, uh, who is the psych is from Psycho, who is the um, the precursor to the Scream Queen. Um, she like had the most famous Scream and death in uh, cinematic history. Psycho in the shower scene. Um, because you know that's what kicked off the slasher 
crazy. Like, not crazy. It kicked off what we, oh, I considered slasher films. Psycho? Psycho. I, I considered Psycho, Psycho the uh, uh, predecessor of, of, I mean, of the slasher. It is, the, but it's not. Because there's only one, like, one kill in that movie. <laughs> Yeah. When you think of Slash, you think of like 10 or more, right? I mean, uh, so is the body count is what makes it a slasher because in screen, well, I mean, we don't have that many of body count, but we, we, we would consider that, slasher. It, so I mean, but we would consider Scream Slasher and it did not have that, that high of a body count. I don't know, I had how many the first screen didn't have that much body count, so you had uh, you had uh, Drew Barrymore, her boy, uh, her, her boy. Casey, uh, her boyfriend, and then uh, principal. The principal. You had uh, Rose McGowan. Uh, Rose McGowan. Uh, I guess, and then technically you Cameraman. have. And then you have uh, Stu and uh, uh, Billy. Billy Loomis. That's seven people that died. <laughs> but it ain't eight. Ain't ten. I mean, but anyway, but uh. But you, you gotta say more people died than at the, at the party. I mean. Not really, but you don't have to say you don't have to say that. Just off camera kills. There's no off camera kills. What movie are you talking about? It's a screen. But anyway, I know, I know what it is. But we're talking about Halloween H2O. And I honestly don't know if we're live. Well, I guess we are, but because nobody's paying attention, I don't think nobody likes Halloween H2O. But we didn't go on on time either. So they also, may- yeah, they probably have other stuff to do. Like when Billford the Hobbit says I can't show up, and if when Keller, uh, when uh, Joker TV can't show up, then yeah, you know that you're in trouble. <laughs> but anyway, uh, those are just people that tune in every week. But we've, we're glad for those that are listening, not only uh, through uh, StreamYard, but also Anchor or any other platform that you listen to us on. We thank you and we appreciate you. All right, Brandon, you got the numbers? I do. Oh. I'm scared. Scared? It's not that bad. I mean, it's it's better than the last three movies. How about that? Yeah. It's got a 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got a 2.8 out of 5 on Letterboxd. 90% like it on Google. It's got a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 49% audience score. So That's not bad. For a Halloween movie past Halloween, it's not. <laughs> So this movie, like, so the last Halloween film uh, was made in ninety five. Was it ninety five? Ninety five. Uh, and so uh, they wanted to uh, immediately put in production another Halloween film, but it didn't do Halloween five. Uh, Halloween six didn't do as well as they wanted it to do, but still made. I guess enough to. They were gonna so Halloween was in was in was in a, a place where it was gonna be coming direct to video, straight to video. Um, and so the next show, the next series was gonna be direct to video, uh, but what saved it was uh Jamie Lee uh, wanted to come back to the series as a tribute to her fans to help kick her career off 20 yeah. years ago, and so um uh, the script was uh, pitched around like somebody. The first uh, script was called uh, Halloween: The uh, The Tale of Two Faces or something, which was going to be weird. So Michael Myers would have been dead in this one. Uh, at a, he died at a, a in a, 
in jail or prison or whatever. Uh, and some guy steals his body and either there's a copycat killer or it's Michael, but nobody knows for sure. That didn't get made, obviously. You know what that sounds like? What? The book, Psycho 2, where you don't know if uh, Norman is dead or not. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't interesting? I mean, it was until it got revealed, which ruined the book. Spoilers, he's dead. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, and then, uh, so, instead of going that route, uh, then there was another part in the script that was going to have um, police officers, like the police that you see at the beginning that is investigating, which we'll get to the beginning, because uh, I think the beginning of this film is really great. Um, uh, the police was going to be played by Charles S. Dutton. You know who Charles Dutton is? Uh, I do. He, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I always got <laughs> always got to check Brandon and see if he knows black actors, <laughs> just to see. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool, Brandon. But, is that not a racist thing to say? Might be a little bit, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, you know, you you my number one, bro. Anyway, uh, so the the uh, he was gonna be initially he was he was signed on to be in a movie up until like a week before they was about to film. They decided to nix the whole police plot in the uh, in the film. They said there's no need because they they felt like every time the script went away from Jamie. They just wanted to get back to Jamie. So I think it was smart to nix uh, the subplot with police officers uh, investigating, detectives investigating. Uh, yeah, Michael. I mean, it's, this isn't Nightmare on Elm Street or uh, Scream. So Yeah. And then. In, in a sense, it's not. It's not. <laughs> but in a sense, it is. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. All right. And then um, another thing that uh, they wanted to do was uh, instead of it being Marion. Uh, Marion uh, that was killed at the beginning of this film. Uh, it was going to be uh, Karen. Uh, they called her Carrie, uh, Carrie or Karen Loomis. It was going to be like uh, Sam Loomis's daughter. That was, you know, that she was his caretaker, and da, da, da. they they nixed that. But I'm glad they brought back Marion, um, who uh, was in the original Halloween film. As uh, you know, as the nurse that was going to help take care of Michael from transporting him from Haddonfield to uh, the penitentiary, um, a state hospital, a state penitentiary, I forget uh, now. Uh, and then she also returned in Halloween 2. Uh, but yeah, same chain-spoken nurse from way back when. And, uh, and it was really good to see her in this film. Talk about the beginning of this movie, Brandon. Uh, so, oh, 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 one more thing. So the so the script needed some work, so they brought they kept begging Kevin Williamson. That's where Brandon comes in. Kevin Williamson, who <laughs> at this point in his career was busy on the palette of Dawson's Creek. He was busy making right. that show. And well, so this I did not know. He he was he was busy making that show and he kept telling them no. He told Mustafa Khad no. He told uh also they they uh, uh, before I get into them, so uh, they wanted Deborah Hill and uh, John Carpenter to return as well. John, they had a meeting. John, Jamie, and Deborah and Mustafa, and you know, I think the wine scenes. Uh, uh, I don't know if Mustafa was there, but the wine scenes for sure. Um, they had a meeting, and John demanded ten million dollars. 
he says he's owed for his IP. His for he's owed back money from the films that they've made leading up to this one. And so the Weinsteins laughed at John, essentially. And so John and Deborah left the project. And but Jamie stayed on because she wanted to make the movie. And so big up for Jamie for staying on. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they wanted so so that that leads me to this. So they had some other guy, I forget his name, doing the script. And um they you know, uh, but then they kept asking Kevin Williamson to come and write, come and write, come and write. He kept saying no. And then Jamie Lee asked him to come and write, and he said yes immediately. Because he says you don't turn down Jamie Lee Curtis when she asks you to do something. But he didn't get credit for it. Because, uh, <laughs> so what he came up with was uh, like a lot of, some of the stuff that is still in there, he came up with, but um, but he didn't want, he's uncredited, but you can feel his, you can feel his presence in the script. Yeah, it came You know what I'm saying? Like scream SK. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, And so, Kevin Williamson is an uncredited writer in this film, one of the writers. And um, yeah, so Brandon, uh, kick us off. How does the movie start? Well, this movie starts with a break-in with the nurse's home, you know. And you get this character named Jimmy and his friend. I don't remember the friend's name, but Jimmy's played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And the friend play is played by a guy that used to be in a lot of stuff in the 90s. But I don't, I don't know his name. Joseph has a career today. Joseph has a career. <laughs> this is this is like this is post uh, Third Rock. Yeah, so I would say it's or maybe right in the middle of Third post, Rock. Post uh, Ten Things Hey About Ten Things Hey About You too. Oh uh, well, wouldn't it be post? Well, yeah, that was ninety seven, ninety six. Because he looks taller in this one. Oh, Ten Things I think is ninety eight. Same year. But he I looks think, taller. I think it's ninety eight. Um, <laughs> he really does look taller. That's all I'm saying. But Jimmy's like one of the coolest first victims you could ever have in a horror film. Yeah. Like, I cared for this little dude <laughs> until his untimely death. And you don't even get to see his death. You just see the aftermath of his death. And I'm like, oh, so, Jimmy. So, yeah, Mar- Marion, she uh, goes to, she has a break-in at her house. She goes in the office and sees that um, her office has been... Uh, you know, ransacked, and so and she sees she uh, like, and they start off with that uh, Mr. Sandman song that kind of brings you immediately from Halloween uh, two to Halloween H two O. So I love that carryover because yeah. Halloween two ended with Mr. Sandman, and Halloween H two O begins with Mr. Sandman, and so I love that like yeah. that creative uh, sewing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, so he so. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who has a career, uh, <laughs> he, he has a career. That guy, the, the guy's, the guy's doing his thing. Um, but yeah, he and his friend go over. His friend stays with her uh, outside. He goes in to investigate because he's tough. He, he's freaking Robin, right? Uh, <laughs> and um, I love the part, Brandon, where he like is stealing beer. Yeah, and he gets scared by a noisy, and then he like destroys the kitchen. Yes, but then yes. like he later on says, "Yeah, and uh, he he destroyed your kitchen." All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, but yeah, no, you just see the after effect 
of his death, which is uh, a skate in the face. Yes. It's, Embedded. Yeah. It, it was something. It's not going nowhere. It, that scene actually reminded me of like scenes from uh, Friday the 13th, the first one, mm -hmm. where you didn't actually see the kill. We just saw the aftermath of the kill. Because, of course, they didn't have money to actually shoot the kills. Yeah. But of course, Halloween does, but it's setting up his kills for later. I mean, you just you, you know that Michael's there. Without a comment. James Pine, no time to flop. Hey, fellas, Hello. what's up, James? Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're talking Halloween H2O. You got any comments? We'll be sure to uh, mention it to you or mention or put it up there. Uh, I'm checking my Facebook as well. No comments as of yet. Uh, nobody likes us, uh, but uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, so he had the uh, you know, it, it, his friend's death was kind of dumb. He was just stood up at the door, I guess, stabbed in the back, I assume. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Marion, she fought, she fought, yeah, you gotta be proud of her, right? Yeah, yeah, it didn't do her no good, but only yeah. one that fights to yeah. the end, um. <laughs> Yeah, and she she fought to the end. She did end all right, uh, but I love the um, I love the opening uh, shot where the police was investigating, which yeah. was like I said was going to be another subplot, uh, but they decided to nix that. But I love that they were when they were investigating, um, and they uh, came across the. Uh, I wonder if we are live on Facebook. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, they were investigating, but... Uh, no, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Anyway, they were investigating, and and, uh, and they decided to cancel that, but I love how they did the opening, and it's just showing the walls, and you hear an actor playing Donald Pleasance doing the voice of Donald Pleasance, who yeah. sounds just like Donald Pleasance, in my opinion. It was close. I gave him ninety percent. That's pretty good percent. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I loved that that they were actually throwing back, you know, paying respect to what Donald has done for this franchise. You know, I I really enjoyed that. That was that was sweet of them. Mm -hmm. what, what are we doing? I was just bringing up the uh, the cast. But uh, yeah, uh, we have a comment as well. Uh, let's see. Hey, did we cover wrestling yet? <laughs> oh, not yet. You got a question about wrestling? We'll cover it. Uh, oh, Arn Anderson, like, telling Cody Rhodes he won't shoot somebody with a gun? Okay. That's something. That's something. Oh, like, you know, Arn, Arn, I, I believe Arn Anderson will shoot somebody with a gun. As CM Punk said, Arn's probably got many bodies out there, but none of them probably came from a gun. Oh wow! Mm. I didn't get to see. Uh, I didn't get to see. Um, I didn't get to see Dynamite. I um, oh, didn't. No. Jungle Boy and Adam Cole was really good. Really? Mm -hmm. Of course, Adam Cole's bay the bay. man, Bay Bay. Yeah. Uh, and Jungle Boy's the future. And then, uh, what did they do for Brody? Uh, not. I mean, his kid came out there, and his wife. Inspired yeah, yeah. the Dark Order to win the match, uh, but I mean, 
there was no Bray Wyatt. Right? Yeah, uh, because he's going to Impact. But uh, Bray Wyatt's going to Impact. Yeah, yeah, that's the rumor now. Uh, Bray that, Wyatt's going to Impact. Dave Meltzer had it wrong. Bray Wyatt's going to Impact. I guess you need to cancel. Uh, keep that. Keep that recorded. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't record Impact. I can't. Buy Bray it. and Braun. I don't. Going. I don't buy it. No, Bray and Braun is going to Impact. I just can't see. That. I can't. You uh, now you're moving. Stay. I'm sorry. Hey. Oh, but yeah. But anyway. Um, so, there you go. So, uh, so being situated here, uh, after this, so essentially what it is, is Michael is going through her stuff and he finds that, uh, that, uh, Lori is alive. Mm -hmm. She faked her death and she now lives in California. And so he's going to make a road trip from Illinois to California in search of his long-lost sister that he wants to stab violently. Um, and so uh, that would have been an interesting film, just to see Michael driving by himself with mask on, breathing, <laughs> all that. Like, look at this radio, I guess. I don't know what Michael does. On, like, oh, my like, God. Right? So, really? But, but anyway, <laughs> uh, but then we pick up, and we have a nightmare of uh, with, uh, with Laurie Strode, uh, you know, this Tate, Miss Tate, whatever. Uh, and uh, it's just she comes back screaming, so it's good. It's good to have uh, Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis return to the yeah. film, and you can tell that she was missing, like, like, because the like four through six was horrendous. Well, four wasn't as bad, but it doesn't hold up for me as well. But I can say four through six. Lost his course, and I still want Jamie. I still, I still want Daniel Harris on the show, but I'm just gonna be real with you. It just doesn't hold up as well because it's it's a complicated it's a complicated storyline. It was it wasn't as complicated that that was his her daughter, but uh, they were gonna originally write that into the script that she was aware that she had a daughter named, named Jamie that was killed by Michael, and she wants to keep John alive. But they decided to nix that and say, hey, we're just going to act like four through six never happened. Three through six never happened. And you could have just pretended six didn't happen. Maybe five. You know, keep four. But they make it, they, what they did is just made it a clean break. Yeah. Clean break. Rip I it mean, off. Brand aid. Was it a band aid, though? It was something. I feel like that was full blown stitches. That they just ripped off. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like that they could have. Um, uh, I think that I always had an issue with that. Like, now I wonder what your thoughts was because, like, watching this film back in the day, I was wondering how they were gonna acknowledge the whole Jamie, Jamie, you know, Lloyd dying or being killed or whatever in this film, and when they just act like it never happened for me i hated that i always always because i always thought i used to try to justify like well maybe she doesn't know that she's dead you know because she's moved on and she gave her off because she felt like she couldn't keep her but then she had john and she decided okay i'm I'm in a better place to try to raise this kid and that's what i was thinking (laughs) i try to i try to justify it justifying it Lori Strode has three kids, man. 
we we gotta talk about that. Uh, over the course of three I different. Just, Looked at it like they just ignored four through six. <laughs> That's the end of it. Well, sure. there was no. Oh man, I feel bad for Danielle. There's you Danielle's dead. I mean, Jamie's <laughs> dead. <laughs> he tried to kill Danielle. Her <laughs> character is dead. So I mean, you okay. know, I mean, it didn't bother me, but I was. It would have been nice if. See, she no, it would have been nice if they would have just got Danielle in to play the daughter. Mm-hmm. Ignore four through six, but still have her come back. You know, that would have worked for me. But you know, I thought Josh Hartnett played the character well. So. Yeah, Josh is Josh is a great actor. Um, I've always enjoyed Josh Hartnett. Yeah, you know, he played in a movie. Um, he played in a movie uh, called Cute. I think it's called Q. Um, oh. Oh, was it O? Yeah, I DVR'd it the other night. Oh. He played in a movie O, and, uh, which is Othello. Yeah, Othello. Uh, based it's just on a, Shakespeare. Based on Shakespeare. He was so despisable. Like, I just totally hated him in that movie. He does such a good job playing this villain, and it just, oh, my goodness. And to this day, I have an issue with Josh Hartnett because of that movie. Like, 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 I, I want to like him, and you know, he's a great actor, but he just bothers me because of that movie. It's just his father. He should have did such a good job acting. I blame him. But uh, his job, yeah, he did his job. Which you know, you're an inspiring actor. You know, you know, you gotta commit to the role, man. And he did. Um, I, I was looking because we was talking earlier about Joseph Gordon Levitt. Uh, I wanted to see exactly uh, when. This came out in relation to uh, 10 Things um, because I absolutely love 10 Things I Hate About You. It also has Heath Ledger in it. For those that haven't seen 10 Things I Hate About You, that's also based on uh, Taming of the Shrew, uh, which is Shakespeare uh, play as well. I believe, I believe it's Shakespeare. I, don't, I never read it. But um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You is 90, 1999. I knew it came out like around the time I graduated. It um, just looks taller. And, and this came out in '98. Um, so yeah, uh, he's he looks taller than this, and he doesn't. And Third Rock was 1996 through 2001. But yeah, he kind of grew up on that show though. But yeah, he looks taller. Uh, but yeah, he caught that skate to the face though. Um, I don't like Josh too. Yeah, man. Uh, like even I, I think that's why I'm I have issues getting into uh, that's why I have issues getting into um, Penny Dreadful is because I just can't I can't do Josh I need to move this over I see that happening um, I just can't do Josh like that but um, but I think for this film he he played uh, a son so originally an original script they wanted him to be. Uh, a prick to his mom, like pretty much like he's gonna uh he thought he's gonna dress up like Michael and scare the kids on it was a big thing. There's gonna be like a, a dance, Halloween dance. There's gonna be like a retractive floor in the gym. They had a swimming pool and Michael was gonna be put in there. And um I'm glad they mixed all that. Uh that retractable pool I think happened on a different thing. Uh but take over my wife's calling me. All right. 
<laughs> take over. So at this point in time, uh, she's having dreams and stuff, and uh, yeah, and uh, she's a. Uh, there's this thing that he wants to go to. Is it a symphony? Is that what it's called? Epiphany. Yeah. Something epiphany. 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 I thought they was going camping. I don't know it is coming. camping, but they call it something else throughout the whole movie. It's like, she doesn't want him to go. And, you know, did you have a good conversation with the wife? Uh, she just asked about still podcast, and I said yes. Uh, and Halloween H2O got the most jump scares in history. It has... A good decent amount of jump scares. Um, hey, it's Brandon time. Yes, it was, and I just ruined it. Um, well, your wife called, so she didn't ruin it. <laughs> you didn't ruin it, dear. But anyway, uh, but yeah, so he wanted to go to that that uh yeah, the four of them, him and him as a girl, Michelle Williams, and the other chick who was from Jody Lynn O'Keefe, is that her name? Yeah, I know her from something. She played like I remember a movie where she had chocolate on her on her teeth because she was eating a she ate a cookie or a brownie. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like in a nineties movie, and she was the like Jawbreaker. Maybe it was maybe it was was she in Jawbreaker? Like no. she looks so familiar to me, uh, and I know I've seen her in something, and it's bothering me. Um, well, yeah. Anyway, they wanted to go camping. Of course, Lori's like, "No, you're not going. You know what today is." And he's like, Mom, when are you going to get over this? Screw you, It's bro. been 20 years. You know, so, I mean. Dang, you got her name right. Go ahead, buddy. Jody. But, yeah. She's all that. That's it. That's, That's it. what it was. That's what it was. She's all that. How did you know that? Because I saw it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's did what it was. Did she play Freddy's she's, she's also in Prison Break. Um, What's she playing in Prison Break? Uh, uh, she's uh, Gretchen Morgan. I'd have to rewatch. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, she looks over me. But anyway, but yeah, uh, she, uh, yes, and then like that one dude, I don't know, nobody, his name isn't important. He gets a corkscrew to the throat later. But anyway. That's another off-screen kill. Yeah. Uh, and, okay, and also, we got to talk about Michael's mask in this movie. Oh, yeah. So He's dying to talk about it. It changes so many times. Like, this is for the better. I mean, just the hair. One of them was a one of well, one of them was this is the mask. In the so there's a mask made by uh, Stan Winston that was used. There was another mask uh, that they just more just a blank scream inspired mask. And I say that because it is scream inspired. Scream came out a year before this film, and they had a mask that they wanted to. In, invoke actually it came out two ghost years face before. two years okay but, two i believe came out in 97 uh but yeah uh, yeah it's true uh and so which is playing in this movie yes which also we get to your point we're gonna we're gonna say that here in a minute i hate the new mask absolutely uh we say you hate the new mask do you mean the new mask in like 2018 or or the burnt one that's in kills or you mean this mask in this film um but yeah um so they have this stupid mask. One of them is a CGI face mask. And it reminds me of if you've seen uh Twilight, <laughs> the one where the baby is born, and then like uh Jacob is gonna like 
werewolf his way up to the baby, and the baby looks at him, and the baby's face is CGI. That's how Michael's face looked in this movie, like the CGI baby's face on uh, on uh, Twilight Breaking Down or whatever that was. Anyway, I'm not kidding you. It's they, they it's like Michael's kid. I feel like I'm Ben Affleck right now, looking away. <laughs> during that interview we need to start talking about Twilight and the Halloween H2O review <laughs> I do things like that Brandon but anyway uh, so uh, this mask was terrible though so it went, like you see the first the main time I remember seeing the CGI face is when the kid that kid was killed with the corkscrew when he turns around he sees the face I never pay attention it's CGI mask. to the CGI or I didn't even know it was CGI. I read it in a review on Letterboxd says mask was CGI. I was like, what was it? Yeah, it was two different masks. After a certain point, I just stopped looking at the mask. Because you have to when you're watching these sequels. You just have to look away. Because it's so bad compared to the original. I mean, this one I actually enjoyed It's better than five, right? I think it's better than four, five, and six. But it's still not great. And the hair is sticking up. He looks like Josh Hartnett from the faculty. I, I mean, think the mask in Resurrection is one of the best looking masks, which we'll get to next week. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this mask, yeah, it's, this mask is terrible, man. Uh, it just. It's hard to do a Halloween film with a proper mask. And apparently. you would think that, you know, I would give this to Jason. That that, that they Staple? have. No, Voorhees. Uh, that oh, they, that Jason. That, that they would. That they have been good at at least being consistent with his mask. Um, yeah, now what, all over the place. What, but, but, <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, Jason's timeline's the worst of all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but yeah, it really it's is. Part of it really Jason, is. Like considering, like first two movies take place over the same same weekend. First four. First four. That's well, so two dumb. through four. Two through four. That's so dumb. But anyway. Um, uh, it kind of makes sense. I mean, it don't. It don't make sense. Because they neither none of the Jasons look the because, same. Because, you know, like, one of them, the dude's brother, the girl's brother is coming to look for him. And he's like, how do you know that she's missing? Okay, well, it's six months after that one. Okay. So, I mean, it's not. All right, that makes sense then. We'll get to that when we get to this. All right, we'll leave it alone. All right, um. But yeah, um. Let's stick uh, with Michael. I mean, this is Michael's time to shine. The, the, the mask, man. <laughs> Um, it's just horrendous. Uh, but I do want to. Uh, but you do like the mask better than the previous sequels, though, right? Yes, I do. I think maybe the, not two, but four through six. Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing beats the original mask. But you know, for me, nothing. No, so this is like one of the masks I'm showing Brandon. So this is like the Scream-inspired mask. I remember that. Yeah. So that's the one that when she's looking through the door. Yeah. So that's the that's the ghost face type of mask. Uh with the little well, hook looking nose. Have a feeling of scream. I mean, yeah. And then this is the CGI mask. Look at that. That's bad. <laughs> and uh But when you're watching it on you know in the movie, you're not really paying attention to the mask. He's like, okay. And then this is the uh Winston mask. Okay, I like his better. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like the hair. Yeah, I don't like the hair, but the but the face look look pretty good. Um, but yeah, so there's like three different masks in the film. Uh, you ever owned a Michael Myers mask? I did at one point. You uh, like that? I mean, the hair always messes up. 
Yeah. I've seen people wearing it and just the hair's not. Mine's uh, kept in the closet and, um, and it, <laughs> like I wore it. I'm so ashamed of Michael right now. I kept, it in, the closet. In the closet. I kept it in the closet and it just melted. If I knew, and I threw it away, if I wow. knew that he would eventually have his face melted in multiple movies, I would have kept it and just kind of gimmicked it and made it like look like that. But, you know, I seen this one where this dude like burnt the mask to try to make the kills, man, and it just melted. It's so bad. Don't do it, guys. I'm pretty sure you can buy stuff to make your mask look like that. Wow. But, um, but yeah, don't really blow towards your mask. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I think uh, I want to talk about, real quick about Janet Lee uh, popping up in this film. Um, the glorified cameo. It was she didn't it was get good. killed, man. I mean, she didn't. We don't need her to die. She didn't did her. She didn't. Did, she actually think... rode off into the sunset, and then this is her last film before she passed away. And so uh, she uh, she she know. left. Driving the same car she drove I in Psycho. That. I knew that. And there's scores of the Psycho theme underneath her, uh, her, her uh, when she's leaving. Um, she also um, she also quoted the first uh, uh, Halloween film where she, she says, everybody's inside the one good scare. Uh, Sheriff Brackett said that. So she kind of, you know. It was just been cool, though. Say, hey, I got killed by Norman Bates. In my earlier in my career, then I got killed by Michael Myers. You want to die in the shower again? What are you doing, Brandon? I'm just saying. Why are you trying to kill this old lady? Not many people can say, hey, I've been killed by Michael and Norman. Just like not many people can say they've been killed by Alien, Predator, and the Terminator. But two actors can say they have. Well, who, one of them's still living. The Bill Paxton and Lance Hendrickson. No. Yeah. But wasn't he an android? It doesn't matter, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> he still got killed. He got killed in Alien vs. Predator. He got killed in Aliens. He got killed in the Terminator. Okay. But I think the Terminator was off screen. But still, he got killed. Okay. But uh, I know my facts, man. You do. Some of them. But anyway. Some of them. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Who could get the microphone working, huh? I got it working now. I got it working now. I bet you the sound sounds brilliant. Anyway. Um, then it doesn't. It might not. Like nobody's tuning in. Except for John, James, James, yeah. oh my. <laughs> James, yeah, my bad. We're canceled. <laughs> We're not canceled. We we still got an audience, at least one. We're canceled. But anyway, you don't even know the people's name that are watching. I do. I'm sorry, but anyway, but there's a John in this movie. That's why it happened. Anyway, uh, okay, let's talk about the characters a right. little bit. Yeah, go for it. Um. Now, how do you feel? I'm not talking about the sequels, but Matt, put up to with the original. How do you feel these characters compared with the original cast? Um, in my opinion, this is the best group of characters we've had yeah. since the original Halloween. Yeah, I agree, and I think that uh, Kevin Williams's Williamson <laughs> Williamson's uh, his uh, his dialogue. Uh, show through because yeah, he knows like, how to write teenagers. like like uh the 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 kids in this film felt like people everybody in this movie felt like real people and that's why i loved about scream is like the people felt like real like dewey felt like a real uh, deputy deputy dewey you know these people felt like the barney fight yeah yeah uh and so um and 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 i give a credit to wes craven who knew how to write uh write 
kids as well. Uh, you know, like in in, in a nightmare. Um, and uh, and just really like they're really good at their craft, man. And this movie has the best characters overall uh, since the original Halloween. I agree uh, because if you think about it, the people that I like in the films after Halloween two. Uh, after Halloween, because Halloween too, I didn't really like the characters. Um, is uh, Rachel and uh, Jamie, you know, and then uh, of course Loomis. Loomis that goes without yeah, saying. That goes without saying. Saying, <laughs> um, and then I didn't really care for Tommy Doyle, uh, uh, Paul Rudd, but you will in Halloween Kills. Oh, of course, I'm a I'm a Michael guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Michael guy. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Anthony Michael. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, exactly yeah. what you yeah. mean by Anthony Michael. But anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, he, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to, and plus the characters, you know, in that film, and well, we we can get there, but this characters in this movie, to answer your question, I thought they're solid, solid characters. I really enjoyed them. Yeah, I even like, okay, I love Jimmy at the beginning, but mm-hmm. I even like uh, Josh Hartnett's friends, you know, the, the guy and the girl. I think the guy's a little bit limited, you know. What is it? He doesn't have a lot of meat on him as far as the character, but I still enjoyed him. I still thought it was fun for the time he was in the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought the girl was better. Uh, but I, Michelle, though, you know, for being a Dawson's Creek alumni, for being as talented as she was, I didn't love her in the role. She was pretty forgettable. I actually forgot she was in the movie. Uh, yeah, uh, and to think that she did is as they were filming the pilot for Dawson's Creek. Yeah, yeah. she has the same hairstyle, so it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, she's so much better in Dawson's Creek than she was in. This and movie. so, if you think about it, uh, this movie kind of coincides with teaching Mrs. Tingler uh, as well, because that's also another Kevin Williamson film. Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, and also he basically uh, st- ripped off uh, Killing Mr. Griffin. Yeah. But made it more comedy. But uh, but yeah, he, which is a novel from which writer? Lois Duncan, which he also I don't know this. What which he also was he took part in. Uh, I don't know if he directed it. How you doing, Cole? Keep on Cole, scratching. Stop scratching. Keep on scratching. You're Cole. on the mic, but <laughs> but he also I don't know if he directed it, but I believe he did write the screenplay for uh, I Know What You Did Summer. Really? Yeah, Lois Duncan novel. Did uh, nothing to do with. The story actually, but you know, the movie's so much better than that book. Did uh, so what was the um, uh, I was gonna ask you a question, uh, because Kevin Williamson also, like, he did he had this, he had Dawson's at the same time, um, and uh, and when he got to and then he had Teacher Mrs. Tingle, yeah. and then uh, he I think I thought he had another type of teen horror film. I know uh, what you did last summer. I know what you did last summer. Okay, that's what it was. He, he like I, I know he had like yeah, and and if, if if you think about it, what he did and with this movie as well, even though he didn't direct this, Steve Miner directed this one, uh, who did uh, Forever Young, uh, with uh, and, Jamie Lee and uh, uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, yeah. I was gonna go with Friday Thirteenth Part Two and Three. He did. He them. is the man that's re- re- responsible for bringing Jason on. To screen, pretty much. Oh, but he was so that's Steve Miner. Mm-hmm. So he was the oh. he was the director that he was during the cocaine field 
<laughs> days of Friday the Thirteenth. Like, like it wasn't until like we don't talk about that, Aaron. It wasn't until uh, I think uh, I want to say the one with fake Jason or, one, or five or six, one of those. Uh, fake Jason. Be who, who, who's the director? Who directed five? Who directed? Uh, porn director. Five is five is porn. Mm-hmm. Six. Six is what I'm thinking about. Then. Oh, I can't think of his name. But that that guy, if that guy was uh, actually he, he they said that he has the best. He had the best shoot, uh, shoot shooting experience on the Friday Thirteen film because he was just so personal. Uh, he he didn't he didn't allow drinking and all that stuff and drugs. He because there's kids, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and so. Yeah, it was There's that no one. nudity on that film yeah. either. So, you know, and that's probably and it is one of my favorite ones, actually. So. For most fans, it is the best one. Yeah. For me, I really I really enjoyed it. For me, it comes out of six and four, but I love it. It's very dark comedy. But we'll we'll talk about that. As you said, when we get there. <laughs> but uh but yeah, uh what let me ask you, what did you feel about uh what's her name? Jody? Uh what's it? Jody then. Okay. Yeah, what did you think about her uh her death scene. Well, I love the whole ankle getting caught it caught in there. Don't you feel it every time? Yeah, like yeah. like you just like ooh. I was like, move that foot, keep crawling. Yeah, yeah. then when it's going down, like oh man, it just it ooh. just it just uh, it's like and it looks like it almost severs it. It's yeah. just like like it's no good to her. She can't run if she wanted to. No, she's done. And then Michael, uh, she comes, she begs Michael, and he's like, no, I'm just gonna stab you a bunch of times. Yeah, you know and. Uh, it's yeah. like, and then like there's a hollowed out, and that's very, and that's very uh, Casey and Scream like too, like the way that she's was hanging. I say the original Halloween when he kills his sister. Yeah, but I was saying, but like, but with that, you didn't really see her the aftermath. Yeah, like with this one, she's hollowed out. You know, you can see the light inside of her, and she's like hanging up. It's just very. It's very. It up like a Christmas tree. Yeah, it's very. It's very creepy, man. Michael likes decorating houses with bodies. Uh, Maybe that's a little throwback to uh, Black Christmas, the original. Yeah, think about Michael killing people and spending the time to be like, "Well, let me put this one in the closet." You know where I'll put this one on the bed. Well, I'll put this one hanging up in the door so that when and he like gets it up there and then closes the door and says, "I'm going to go out the window now." Because I got it gigged up, I got it up there. And just saying, it's like him and my, him and Jason has the same thing where they like want to hide bodies, but Jason's not as good at hiding them. He just kind of just like, okay, it's just gonna put it right there. Well, Jason's like, I want you to find the bodies at the, the perfect time. Yeah, because it's gonna freak you out. He's gonna end up showing up, and it's just Jason wants you to find them. The bodies lead in Jason and night in Friday Thirteenth. The bodies lead you to Jason. Yeah. In in nightmare uh, in uh, Halloween, the bodies are just there, and it just a decoration. Yeah, just so you can see them, and then if you happen to see Michael, then it's a bonus for him. <laughs> but but in in uh, in Friday Thirteenth, Jason has a purpose for these bodies. And you really want to talk about Jason, don't you? <laughs> hey man, you know can't wait to it. Can't wait to do it next year. But uh, uh, but yeah, um, but with this one. Uh, who do you feel like is the uh, who do you feel is the strongest? Would it have been uh, John Tate? Um, You're talking about the kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not just the kids, but just of, other than Jamie. Because uh, LL is not. LL is the worst security guard ever. 
I love him, though. <laughs> He's doing poetry with his wife on the phone. Something you should try sometime. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Shot fired. Okay. Oh, I'm just so, having a little fun with you. You having something? <laughs> All right. My expense. All right, let me check out you Facebook. Remember, oh, you were you, you roasted me that one time. Yeah, I do. I guess I'll never forget that ever <laughs> in my life. Uh, I'm gonna uh, check out because just make sure nobody's commenting on Facebook because I tend to leave them out, and I apologize if you're listening. Um, <laughs> that's that's okay. But anyway, uh, where where am I going? I'm going here. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so what character did you nobody. enjoy the most yep. outside of Jamie's? Uh, you know, truthfully, I got to go Joseph Gordon-Levitt with Jimmy. I really enjoyed Really? Him. I really enjoyed his time on the film. Um, you wish more of him. Yeah, I wanted more. Like, when he shows up, and originally when he shows up, I was like, oh, he's going to have a big part in this movie. Because I think I saw this before I saw Scream. Uh-huh. So I don't think I saw Scream right off. Maybe I did. I don't. I don't recall. But it's very much like that Scream moment, except you don't get to see him die because he's a bigger star in the movie in the opening scene. But I, I really like Jimmy. Uh, but I really do love LL Cool J in this movie. I love that he is doing poetry on the phone at work. He's not paying attention to nothing. He literally is the worst security guard. He, and then, and, him, and in Deep Blue Sea, he was the worst cook. He's just like, he's I like, wouldn't say he's the worst cook. I mean, he, might he did best. kill some sharks. He did kill some sharks, though. Uh, but, uh, but yo, real quick, I, I was trying to think of this. What was too. your favorite? Oh, okay. Uh, I would say, uh, I would say, I always like Jamie Lee more, than, but other than her, uh, oh, yeah, let me see. You didn't want to go her. Yeah, John, John Tate. Uh, yeah, he's great. Yeah. And I, I liked uh, Alan Arkin's character in this movie, too. Mm-hmm. I love the scene. I always thought that he was like a low budget, uh, uh, George Clooney, like like they can't they get kinda, they can't get George, so they get him. Yeah, he. I don't recall him in much though. Uh, he had a Michael face. Those he's are, uh, I know he's an H two O and he's in Lake Placid. He is. Those are Lake literally Placid. the only two films I can really think of him in. And but ready for Clarksville con? <laughs> I'm not going. I don't know. You're not going. Are you going? I don't. Remember when it is? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. I guess we're not ready for Clarksville. <laughs> but um, I, mean, I wanted to go, but I'm probably not gonna get to. But it is what it is. Yeah, but good question. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Uh, but uh, I I wanted to uh, think uh, talk about the because uh, not many characters in the movie really. It's like a small cast. Yeah, very. It's it felt like how the first one in the sense of is it's it's a small number mm-hmm. of people, and you pretty much know who's gonna die, other than LA. You thought he was gonna die, but you know he, he pulled one out, didn't he? But one thing I will say about this movie, I do love Jamie's performance. Uh, her character dealing with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's an she alcoholic, is, but she's a controlled alcoholic. Yeah, she's an alcoholic. <laughs> she is freaked out for this day, though. I mean. Mm-hmm. And she upped it for H2, not H2O, H4O. Yeah. That's what I like to call it, H4O. Yeah, but it's good. H2018 uh, with 
I mean, she's just gone in that performance. Yeah, I mean, she she like takes a totally different route. Like yeah. where in this one, she's like a PTSD um, mom who is struggling to keep her son safe, uh, and also trying to teach kids. Yeah. And uh, he's trying. She's trying to, but she's also drinking a lot, and she's just super hyper paranoid, but not survivalist. Whereas in H H four O, as you stated. Uh, she is straight survivalist. Like, like mm-hmm. I, I would, I would hate for anybody to get, just walking on her property. I'm pretty sure she has bear yeah, traps. She's prepared, like Sarah Connor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she, she got some bear traps. She probably got some of those hoes with spikes in it. She, like, I'm pretty sure it's a bad idea to go trampling around her property. Like, if your ball lands in her yard, it's gone. Or unless you want to die, she'll shoot you. Especially if you have a white mask or you're just a very pale white person, you're probably in trouble. <laughs> Why do I feel that was directed towards me? <laughs> uh, what's your fave kill in this one? All right. Uh, Hands good down, question. Jamie killing Michael. Ooh. Well, all right. it's my favorite. It's my favorite moment in the whole Halloween franchise. Uh, my favorite kill in this movie would have been, uh, I would say, the uh, the girl with the dumb, wa- the dumb yeah. waiter. Uh, but yeah, with that scene, I want to say this real quick before I, we get there. All right, so I literally think, not literally, but I believe that I saw this in theaters. And what made me remember this is I remember watching this movie, and I felt like I was watching it in theaters. Cause I remember whenever she chops his head off, I remember the audience like gasping and clapping. I remember the experience. So I want to say I seen this in theaters, and I just don't remember, like. Seeing I it? remember my first time seeing Michael. Did you do you, like do you did you see this in theaters? No. I, I think I saw, saw this in theaters because I remember that experience. Yeah. Um, remember Resurrection was the first time I saw Michael. Saw it with my brother. And uh I, it was a good experience. I want to say H2O was it. the first time I saw it. When I first saw it, I mean I, I really enjoyed Resurrection. Even uh, even the Buster. See, Buster Rhymes never bothered me. Like it has bothered a lot of people. <laughs> bothered me. I was like, that's cool. I, I I thought, you know, that's good. You know, don't think I'm a racist when I say this, but I was like, you know, the black people are always saying they die first in horror movies. And you got one that survives here. And he, he does not only survives, he helps take down Michael. I thought that was good for the black community. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about that. The the uh what they call the sacrificial negro. Um <laughs> So, in watching uh, in watching uh, Freddy versus Jason, uh, which is that's the way it's Freddy versus Jason, right? It's Freddy's film. Jason just happened to be in it. Um, yeah, <laughs> if you call that Freddy, Jason, right? But anyway, uh, so it's not the Jason we know. It's not, it's not my Jason. Hashtag not my Jason. But uh, Kane said he wouldn't have done it that way. That's all I can tell you. But uh, but yeah, he quivers, man. But anyway, uh, uh, Kelly Rowland in that movie. She essentially is in there just to sacrifice herself so that the white people can live. That is her role in that film at the end of the movie is to be the sacrificial Negro. It's a trope that's in a lot of films. Uh, and uh, But yes, I, to your credit, um, in, in, uh, in uh, Halloween Resurrection, Buster is not that. Buster actually helps. Uh, you know, he trick he, or treat, he, Mikey. He, he's uh, he's essentially the uh, 
there's another uh trope in films called uh uh uh, uh what's it called uh ex machina uh deus ex machina deus ex machina have you heard that term i've i've, I've heard the game <laughs> okay <laughs> deus ex machina <laughs> is um uh uh Thank god is it's essentially the, the the god god that comes from above or or it's what what it is in films is um salvation coming from the skies so if you think about it, a movie where people are fighting and uh and there's an army and the army's about to die and get destroyed and all of a sudden troops come in like some flies and you're like oh there's they're here to save us and helps you know that's deus ex machina so that's that ex machina moment where uh um uh, somebody come from above to help save the day um that was turned around on his head in Alien because instead of uh, help coming from the heavens, it was the alien, right? That came from that rose from the top, came down mm-hmm. to destroy them, uh, which was great. That's them flipping that concept on his head. But yeah, uh, in Buster Rhymes, in Halloween Resurrection, Buster Rhymes is ex machina. He comes in to save them. That's, that's the film geek in me. But anyway. <laughs> But I love I love film theory. Um, all right, I'm I'm sorry to get all educational. Um, first time was on USA Network for you, Joker. All right, um, yeah, I, I. So you watched the edited version? That's interesting. I wonder how that was. Um, like like, what do you really show in this movie? Like, there's no nudity at all in this film either. So no. you know, like, it's really, uh, like if you think about. Scream and this and things like that, they kind of followed this like they didn't need it. It wasn't necessary for the story. Yeah. And it still made for a compelling movie. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so yeah, um, but no, we're gonna go ahead and talk about it. The last part. So so hang on, hang on. Before we get to the last part, we gotta talk about how she gets John Michelle to safety. She tells him to Oh, what'd you think about that part real quick? Uh what'd you think about the uh the part where uh so uh they Michelle and uh John uh is like between the gates and the door. Oh, yeah. I thought that was great. I thought that was like very suspenseful. You know that happened it happened to Kevin Williamson? That's why he wrote it in there. I did not know that. Yeah, he says that he was they were him and somebody was being mugged, and so they ran and um they got behind this gate where they lived and locked themselves in, and it's just that little bit of space and they try to get him. They're trying to hear him get in the house when these people try to mug him. I said, that's, that's, that would be truly freaky. And then, like, he drops his keys. Yeah. And the person's like, like, what do you do? He's like, no. <laughs> Hurry up, open the door. What did you think about that? I thought it was very suspenseful. I thought, you know, and I, I want to, maybe not. I don't know. Did, were they using a real knife in that scene? I don't know. I had always heard they were. Could have been. I don't know. Maybe. They that, that's if terrible they were, if it is. It would have made it more terrifying if I would have been Michelle Williams. <laughs> because this is like one of her very first roles. And, you know, I'm in a Halloween picture. I know it's Josh Hartnett's first role. So he's probably scared to death. You know, I'm in a Halloween picture. Yeah, because it was like, like yeah, right at him. And I remember him saying in an interview once that, okay, this is just like the seventh movie. Is this even gonna be good? <laughs> you 
I was like, if it wasn't without Jamie, it probably wouldn't be. Yeah, uh, Jamie saved it from uh, going direct to video. Yeah, and he like, even like, said, "Is it gonna go? Even gonna go to the theaters?" I mean, it's like seven movies in. And it's like it's probably direct to video, right? So I don't know. His agent, I had to talk him into it. I'm glad, glad they did. You know, because uh, it gave us Josh Hartnett and kind of launched his career. Yeah, like, like he's clearly. Uh, like and it's crazy to think about it because Jamie Lee was already established in the, at, it, when this movie came out, but this movie launched two successful careers in Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Josh Hartnett. Like you know, like truly successful careers. I would say I would argue that Joseph is more successful now than yeah, Josh. I mean, oh. but Josh is still doing his thing. But Josh is doing what he wants to do. He doesn't really do commercial stuff. He likes to do like he's in a movie. Uh, he's in uh, the Wrath of God, right? Wrath, Wrath of Man. Man. Yeah. Like, like my wife was watching it Second the other night, character, and, but yeah, and I was like, "That's it, Josh Hartnett." You know, I was like, "That's." I was that's, surprised to see him in a role like that. Like, I figured if he's gonna do something, he's gonna be one of the leads, but he really wasn't. Hmm. And he was, like, but wow. he's okay with it. He's okay. Yeah. Like he played that he part. Work with Statham. I mean, yeah, Statham. and not Richie. So I yeah. mean. Statham is the uh right now. Statham right. I would is, say Statham is the action star. He is today. He is Statham is. Uh, Fast but, and Furious launched that. I mean, where he just came out like a global star. Yeah, well, I'll say uh, the Transporter. Uh, I don't know. His movies weren't making a lot of money though. Yeah, but Transporter, like, because he, I, I, I know him from back with Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Ghost of Mars. I know, I know him from Lockstock <laughs> and Two Smoking Barrels, the Guy Ritchie film. Also, he is in uh, uh Snatch. Um, he was in those uh, earlier films, uh, but yeah, that's where I recognize him from. And then also Ghost of Mars, which is terrible. He's very green in Ghost of Mars. The movie's so bad, but he's also my favorite character in Ghost of Mars. That just tells you how bad Ice Cube was. But you know, but it's crazy because <laughs> like when you see people like that, you see them, you're like, man, yeah, you could tell that this person will, will be a star. Like mm-hmm. this person has that at to grab you, you know what I'm saying? But factor. Yeah, they factor. What were you about to say though before we oh, get to I was the gonna say when she gets John and I forget her name, Michelle Williams mm-hmm. character to Satan tells him to go and she grabs that axe mm. and she yells out Michael. That yeah. is a turning point for her character where Yeah, she decides I'm not gonna run no more. Yeah, I'm not a victim, I'm a survivor. And I think it is the best moment for me personally in the Halloween franchise. Yeah. When she's decides not to beat the victim anymore. I would have been okay with this being the last film. Um, but you I know, kind of wish it would have been, I mean, they, like for like, her characters. Yeah. Perspective. So, yeah. Which I think that uh, honestly thinking kills, uh, I think she would die. Honestly. Or ends. Yeah. She'll, ends, she'll, so. she'll die. Uh, but, um, uh, but yeah, I, but this, um, but you gotta have, but in some way you gotta have the victim beat the beat the uh, beat the villain, you know, beat the person. So it's like it's like we was talking about with um, the Three from Hell, and you know the, the Firefly trilogy. Um, yeah, you can't just keep having these villains win, even if you like them. Even if I like Michael Myers, yeah, that's what hurts that movie Michael, so much. Michael has to be defeated at one point. You can't continue to have the villain win. Jason has to be defeated. He's uh, defeated every movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I'm saying, uh, Freddy, you know, he's defeated every movie. Uh, but he, but he, 
he played on. He says, I've been burnt. I've been blah, blah, blah. I keep on kicking. But um, I just recently watched those again. But uh, um, but my, I know, Aaron. I know. I know you did. <laughs> but, uh, but real quick, uh, what was your thoughts on um, yeah, that final circuit, though? It's uh, with her. Like, like it started with her grabbing that axe and busting the, busting the thing. So, no, I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. And that's what I got from that. Like, yeah. no, you ain't not going nowhere. You know. Yeah, she's she aims to end this, mm-hmm. and one way or another, it's it's ending tonight. I think, as she says in the trailer, "Howling Kills." <laughs> but <laughs> I loved it. I, I thought, and I, I'm not lying. I'm not. This is my honest opinion. I think the ending of H2O is the best moment in the Halloween franchise. So leading there, we have. Um, Lori, uh, she uh, is fighting Michael throughout the um, the the halls of the school. Oh yeah, and he's turning and, the tables. Yeah, I and love then that. she she uh, she goes and hides under the tables, which is a very uh, it's a very uh, suspenseful scene. And like she's crawling and he's walking on top of the tables, mm-hmm. like right above her, you know. And then swoops at her, like you know, slashes at her, and they fight. And eventually they fight up to the top and. She takes him, stabs him a bunch of times, you know, and, and like causes him to fall and is unconscious. Yeah. And uh and she goes to like death blow, but no, no, no. LL Cool J gotta show up. Talking about he did, he did. No, LL, you knew this movie. He's still alive. You don't know this man. <laughs> to this movie. <laughs> you don't know this man. This man's real, you don't know he's alive. He's been stabbed. He been burnt. He been shot six so times. There's no burn marks in this one. Yeah, because you know maybe he didn't really get burnt. Maybe it's you know, I don't know. I can't explain that. I can't explain that, man. He has no burn marks. I no need I... to explain. Just go with it. Yeah, because <laughs> you're it... going to go with a lot in Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like Jason's face change. Okay, I, I would like to talk about that but real real quick. In watching Friday the Thirteenth, the remake, uh, reboot rather. Um, listen, I just I'm not a big fan of Jason with hair on his head. I like, I like the clean too. I, I like the clean bald. I like clean bald. That, that comes in three. I like the clean bald look. He's got hair in two. Uh, yeah, I like the clean bald look. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I never liked it with the hair. Clean He's bald. He's got some Jason. hair in two. Let me tell you, that's fine. But in three and red, like 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 when when Kane is this in is it, really... then before Kane, yeah. I like Bob Jason. Yeah, uh, well, you're going to have some complaints from, from movie two to movie three. Because he's got hair in two, and the next day you don't have any. <laughs> we'll see. But back to this. Um, uh, uh, that scene where, like, so LL comes in because he's brand new to the franchise, don't know how the rules are. He stops her from stabbing him. He don't him. know who Michael is. He don't know who Michael is. He thinks it's just some dude that showed up. He don't know. And at this point, he really don't know, like, what's going on. <laughs> like if you think about it, you know he all he knows is he showed up in the school and got shot by uh, uh, foe George Clooney, and yeah, he's uh, gonna write a romantic thriller. By the end, he gets inspired from Michael. I mean, he just gets inspired. Maybe, hopefully, it takes off. But um, <laughs> been twenty with, 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 with the million with the million breasts he talked about. But anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, so he s- stops her. Yeah, and so. They loading what you think is Michael, and that's my that's my question. 
they load Michael and then, but it's really, we find out in resurrection that it's not Michael. Uh, but well, obviously, but know. in this movie, from it's what Michael. I see, everything in watching this film, and I'm acting like resurrection hadn't happened yet because it had, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you're saying. It's, it's totally Michael, yeah, like from, from, from the reason him, like him getting in the, in the sleeping bag, you know, the, 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 the body bag, and then uh, him, he, like, okay, maybe he is just some random guy that just pops up and tries to stop her from in the van, but, and she slams on the brake and he goes out the window, but he does the Michael raise, you know, that Michael sit up and turns. The only time I, was, I would question if it was Michael or not is when, when he, he's reaching out his hand. Or when he, uh, well, when he grabs his, yeah, his and he kind of has a look of like, where am I? Like, what's going on? What is this? You know, uh, but, but when you're watching for the very first time, you don't, Think that that's not your process. No, you think you think Michael isn't used to being in this position. He's never been in this position. <laughs> he's never been stuck. He's never been stuck. At he's all. Never. He's never been the uh, the prey. No. Essentially, he's he's, he's, he's always, now the mouse. He's always been the great white shark. Yeah. That keeps on going. Yeah. And so he's now in this. He's now in this trap where he knows that it's the end. And so he. Does the handout and reaches for to uh like uh you know I'm your brother please don't kill me <laughs> you know type of stuff but she, and she goes to reach for his hand but at the last moment she looks at his eyes and in his eyes it says I'm gonna kill you <laughs> you know mm -hmm. I assume that's what it was and so she just he also had no eye her. damage or yeah. she from from two yeah where he gets shot because. We're gonna act like two didn't really. What all they the way really happen. should have done was just done a direct sequel to the original, like 2018 did. I agree. Then they wouldn't have to have a brother. Yeah, but, they yeah. weren't. Thinking they, they, that. they weren't. They weren't because they thought well, two was good. And people still love two. That's probably why they did. Yeah. Do it. So and and yeah, and that's true. But uh, now with all that I just said, Brandon, mm -hmm. can you explain to me how? That isn't Michael. Can uh, you explain? No, he, like, there's no reason. There's no. There's no. There's nothing in there that says that's not Michael. No, I mean you can't explain it. Even if when we get to resurrection and they do explain it, they show exactly what happened. Michael didn't have enough time to do all that, realistically. So it it shouldn't have. Okay, this scene shouldn't have happened if you were planning to do a sequel. I mean, this scene blame, should only happen. Blame if, Mustafa. I'm just saying, though, this scene should only happen if this is the defining ending of Michael Myers. Otherwise, you, and you everybody loved the ending. Play. Everybody loved the ending. Yeah, Jamie loved the ending. Uh, Steve Miner loved the ending. Everybody loved the ending. But you know what? Mustafa said, "Nope." Of course, it's like Cunningham saying, "Well, not anymore." But that's like Cunningham saying, "You can't kill Jason. You got we got to make him come back." So, all right, all right, real quick, we'll explain this, and then I'm going to ask you a bonus question about that because I've been, <laughs> I, I want to ask you at the top of the show, but I totally forgot about that. All right, um, so yeah, so Michael's dead, and the music hits, doo -doo 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 -doo, and it's a great end, and you see her standing like victorious, yes, like, and it's the best ending of the series, like, that's the last movie that there will be of Halloween. 
and that's what it's a it's a, it's a great finale. It's it, a great finale. It gives her closure. It gives the franchise closure uh, from the terrible sequels that came. Uh, this brought Halloween back, in my opinion, mm -hmm. to great heights, almost to the heights of the original. Almost, not quite there, but it was almost. Uh, and then they tainted it with Resurrection. You, you can't say anything otherwise than it's tainted with Resurrection. The fact that it got made, whether it, it would have been a blockbuster of a movie. It still would be tainted because you ruined the ending of H2O. What I was thinking they was going to do with Halloween or Resurrection, or, or one point is that Halloween Homecoming, I think, um, was um, I thought what they were going to do was have John Tate become the Michael. Like, like, like not Michael himself, but just from everything that he went through, he starts to, like, that evil kind of lives within him. And he's gonna become, yeah, John Tate. You know, like like, but but a name now synonymous with like killing people. You know, but no, no, he never exists no more. You don't hear no more about John Tate. <laughs> no, like it could have went in that direction with his character coming back though after Resurrection. Easily, yeah. I mean, I, you know, yeah, but, and we'll talk about that next week, but. Uh, that would have been the direction I would have went if you were going to do a sequel to Resurrection. All right. So, ready for your marks? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I give it four out of five on this one. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm so thankful to give it a positive score again. I'm with you. I give it four <laughs> out of five. I, I think it, it, it delivered everything it promised to deliver. Even 20, what, three it years It still holds later? up, man. It still yeah. holds up. This is now, yeah, how long has it been? 23 years. Yeah, it's, so. it still holds up today, man. It's a, it's a breath of fresh air, especially from that horrendous six that we had. Wow, I would just go with the Thorn trilogy. The Thorn <laughs> trilogy, yeah. It just was bad. Like when you think about those movies, I immediately think of Paul Rudd's face, looking at Michael and at goofy look on his face, and he's hitting the door with the fire extinguisher. That's what I think of. That's what that movie boils down to. There's none of that in here. This is all. Michael and Michael is now scary again in this movie. Uh, like that scene, uh, and we didn't even talk about this scene of the um, of the the bathroom scene, the uh, at the rest stop. Oh yeah, that was such a great horror, uh, scary scene. Like especially for their mom. Yeah, but that, the only thing with that scene though, I think Michael would have killed her and her daughter. And now we know that he would have. <laughs> in this new one, yes, he would have. Because, I mean, he did, He killed whoever got in his way. Yeah. Every obstacle was in his way. In this, he just... In the original, he, he killed him. Like, he didn't care. So, he showed, I, I would say, mercy mm -hmm. towards the mother and the daughter here. Because he could have easily killed him and yeah, still he, left. I mean, there was no one else there. I mean, I, he just—I was like, that's not the Mike. That's not Michael Myers in that moment. But the rest of the movie, I felt was. Hmm. They just, I'm, I'm glad he little, didn't kill the kids. I mean, yeah. I'm glad he didn't. But but in 2018, yeah, he killed kids. He has no humanity whatsoever. He doesn't. I'm, oh, he didn't kill the baby. I'm glad he didn't kill. The yeah, baby. he left her alive. For, but the baby ain't gonna live. I mean. Like, nobody knows this lady's dead. If it does live, it's going to want revenge. <laughs> maybe the baby don't know what happened. It will be told what happened. They <laughs> like, will literally, know what like, happened. Like, he didn't really, like, yes, he didn't 
physically kill that child. She's not dead yet, or he's not. But dead we don't know though. But that like baby it, could die in the sequel. But listen, the mom, the grandmother, whoever was that, is dead. Yeah. The baby's in the house by himself, by herself. That baby, until someone comes to check on that baby, or the mom. You never know. It it could have been. I think it'll be. I think something will be explained. It could have been that lady's uh, baby that lived a couple of doors down that he killed and stabbed in the mouth. Uh, stabbed in the mouth. And so now, next thing you know, that baby don't we have don't nobody. Know. Nobody knows what's but going you're, on. You're, you're getting, they smell something. You are getting a lot of throwbacks and callbacks to the original mm-hmm. characters. You know, I didn't want to watch the last trailer, but it played today at the movie theater. I I, I haven't. I tried to. I, and I, I was like, oh, I, want, I didn't want to know this, but I'm. I, and now I'm glad I know this because I know certain characters were please, in the original. Please, 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 please. I ain't gonna tell you who they okay, are. Okay, I'm good. Okay, I'm, but they show flashbacks of their characters in the original movie. I'm fine with that. No more talking about it. All right, real quick, explain. Uh, it's, it's Halloween H2O. Uh, we will be next week. We'll be talking about Halloween Resurrection. Uh, re- real quick before we cut and come to a close, explain. Jason Voorhees and what's going on and what that verdict means. I, mean, I didn't read it all, but uh, so he won the case. What was it before COVID hit? And so this uh, is the original writer. Of yeah, Victor Friday Miller. 13. Okay. And uh, Sean Cunningham appealed it, mm-hmm. uh, and he lost again. So Victor now has sole rights to the Friday the Thirteenth name. Not Jason himself yet, but I'm sure they'll work out a deal. I mean, because if Victor doesn't, Miller doesn't have Jason, and he so doesn't. Victor Miller owns the rights to Jason Voorhees. No, he owns the name Friday Thirteenth, but not to the Voorhees name. No, he can't so, use a. He can use young Jason because he use... created baby. He created baby, baby Jason. Jason. Well, in a sense, he can, baby Jason. Baby, he can he can do young Jason, but he can't do adult Jason. Okay, because Sean. Still owns adult Jason, yeah, but he can't. Yeah. But he can't call it Friday Thirteenth. No, so only Victor just got, can call it Friday Thirteenth. But he can do a movie called Jason Voorhees or Voorhees or anything like that. Or, I think so. Or, or is the whole or is the IP in itself the name? But Jason I think Voorhees. Victor has Camp Crystal Lake, all that stuff. He just doesn't have adult Jason. Well, you can clearly. Well, Sean Cunningham's an idiot, so he's not. Gonna, I'm glad it happened though. He's been living off this character for years and, and he's put him in space for Christ's sake. <laughs> well I mean he don't like, care about he's he's like Mustafa or whatever his name is was well, yeah he don't care about the product as as himself he, he cares lives. about the money. Well he's dead now he doesn't but care still about that's what it that's what it came down to. But uh but yeah um I just wanted to see what your thoughts were on it. I'm glad it happened. I I hope Jason returns. But <laughs> adult Jason, that is, returns. Hope they work out a deal there. Because if they don't, they're both being stupid. Yeah. Well, Jason's money. Yeah. He's always been money. So. Yeah, maybe I mean, if Marvel and uh and well, Sony same same lawyer though is in another lawsuit with Marvel and and the original writers. Oh, yeah, they're trying to get. Listen, Disney will win. I don't know. <laughs> Disney Disney had a law change. Disney had a Scarlet. Disney had a law changed so that they don't have to give away uh, things that was about to become like like uh, public domain. 
some of the characters. I mean, I, I, like Disney did that. I hope who Disney has wins. power to do that. I hope Disney the mouse. Wins. The mouse can do that. I wish. Actually, I wish it was out of Disney's hands. And Marvel Studios, which is Marvel Studios, it wasn't part of Disney. Yeah. But you know, it is, it is what it is. is. You got to sometimes you got to roll with the devil. I hate get that you know. Disney. It's like bedazzled. Controls bedevil. so much. Bedevil. I, bedevil. I was saying Disney controls so much, not the devil. But the devil does control life. No, I'm talking about talking about the Jane, the uh, the Brandon Fraser film. Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Yeah, where uh, like the devil gives her gives him what he what he wants, but it's mm-hmm. always tainted. Like, yeah, you get it, but you got this is the craziness. But the things it, you want most in life are usually tainted. Yeah. Yeah, preach. <laughs> but uh all right, this is the end of this podcast. We went for an hour and twenty minutes. We're gonna stop before we, we're about to be hour twenty one. Hope y'all enjoyed it though. Aaron Whitlow, Brandon Spavi. And thank you for marking out with us here on the Mark Out Movie Podcast.